On this episode, we talk about our Mother's Day weekend, including updates to the Three Bridges menu, the soft opening of Velocicoaster, and the best live show at WDW is back. Today is May 11th, 2021, and this is episode 355 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Most everyone's mad here. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I am your host, Jeremy Stein, and I am joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey guys! Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. And if you have not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. And if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button, you will get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And then if you want even more content, which includes in-park, resort, and at-home live streams, 15% off of Main Street Magic merchandise, and there is a whole lot more, you can visit our Patreon group at wonderlandcrew.com. And as you get ready to plan your next Disney Universal vacation, or basically uh, anywhere in the world that will allow you to visit, you can visit msmears.com to find out more about our wonderful travel partner, Melissa Pilgrim, with Ears of Experience. And right on that page is a form that you can fill out for a free quote on your next vacation. All right, so today's episode is kind of a smorgasbord of items. Uh, smorgasbord? Pa- yes. Isn't that the correct terminology? I thought it was smorgasbord. I think it's borg. Okay. I don't know. Well, somebody let us know. Um, but this is uh, so we're going to do we're going to talk a little bit. You know, I mentioned how I take a lot of notes and stuff and, and, you know, during trips and not everything fits into other episodes or full episodes. Uh, we just got back from our annual Mother's Day trip. Um, so we're going to talk some about that. Uh, but before we dive into that, going back to our anniversary weekend uh, in the week prior to that is when Disney announced, you know, kind of their new guidelines and rules for the way that cast members appear. Um, to be much more inclusive uh, of everyone. And one of those included visible tattoos. Mm-hmm. And so the first, you know, the first weekend that that was available is when we were there for our anniversary and we got to see cast members tattoos, which again is a first. Yeah, it was. And so we were at Bar Riva, which we love and uh, met a uh, bartender, Crystal, um, and she had visible tattoos on her forearm. And so we we're kind of just talking to her and, and asking some questions. And, you know, obviously um, they cannot be anything offensive, um, right. you know, or, or anything like that. But we were asking her kind of about the size that was allowed. And she stated from what she can tell, it's uh, no bigger than the size of your hand Correct. being that individual cast member's hand. Right. Which, of course, would relate, I guess, you know in size ratio to the rest of their body um but that's a pretty big tattoo and we have now seen uh a lot of these new rules i guess or adjustments to the rules already in place right Mm -hmm. and what do you what do you think because you know obviously this is something that got a lot of uh, controversy from people stating you know hey this is you know of course you're always going to have that side that's saying well this isn't you know disney standards and i go to disney so i don't have to see tattoos and you know, you're always going to have those, you know, going against the people that are very thankful that this is being allowed. Kind of what are your thoughts? What did you think of us finally seeing tattoos? Because we've talked to cast members right. in the past that had to cover them. Yes. Um, well, with the part saying I go to Disney to not see tattoos, 
Um, you see them all over the guests. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guests are sporting. There them, so. are so many. So that's, I think, kind of hard. I mean, I guess to say to go to Disney and see it on the cast members is hard. You know, it's funny. I have tattoos. I almost have a half sleeve. Um, and I love them. Um, but it, it was nice and neat to see them on like, you know, Crystal at, you know, a bar where, you know, like in Hollywood studios or something, but I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm going to tell you that we were in Magic Kingdom and we, the cavalcade had the royal guards, I guess, walking with the princesses and we saw tattoos on this one cast member. When at first, I didn't know how I felt because I was like, wow, that's weird. And I just <laughs> didn't feel like it fit. Yeah. But I'm I'm happy that they don't have to cover them because it's, it can get hot. And when you, a lot of them wear these white like sleeves under their yeah. costumes and it, it, it gets hot. So, yeah. but yeah, it that's a really hard subject, I think. Well, I mean, mean, yeah, I think I no, I mean, I don't think it's that hard. (laughs) This is, you know, I mean, I I understand Disney's uh, stance, you know, up until these times. Like, I get it. You know, Um, my parents were both educators. You know, I mean, they've been retired now for quite some time. My dad was a principal. Uh, It was important to him back then. Again, I mean, he's from another generation, obviously, to not have teachers potentially with visible tattoos, you know. And so it's understandable in that point. But Disney has always done an incredible job of growing with the times and you know what Walt would have wanted isn't we don't know right we have no idea if it was you know different day different time if he was still alive or had been born at a different time he might be going he might have tattoos we don't know yeah and so I, I think seeing that you know people get tattoos often to express themselves mm-hmm. and I love the fact that they're getting to I mean there hasn't been we've talked to several cast members even just mentioning like are you so thankful you know, you don't have to cover that up anymore. And they're so thankful. Yeah. They're just, they're so happy. You know, they, they got those tattoos for people to see, um, you know, especially when they're on forearms and things like that. Right. Um, so I think it's, yeah, I, th- I think it's awesome. It is what I think is interesting to see. It's one of those things that, like you said, at magic kingdom, we've never seen them before on cast yeah. members. So at first you're like, wait, what? That's strange. But, oh Yeah. They yeah. can now. And so I think that part's a little interesting. What's crazy is that I don't remember seeing so many cast members with cover-ups cover ups. as now you feel like you see the tattoos. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I, I love it. You know, I, I think that Disney is, is doing a wonderful job uh, moving with the times and the changes and everything that's happening. And, and they let the girls do their nails now. And, and boys. boys. Yeah, we saw uh, um, when we were being checked in to Savi's workshop, um, he had his nails painted. And not once did I feel like, well, <sighs> this just took away from my experience. Oh, I agree. If anything, it added to it. You're in Galaxy's Edge. They've got these incredible costumes and this certain look and all. And like, if anything, it, I think it adds to the yeah. to everything that's going on. So it's same with the the tattoos. You know, I mean, they're, to see sit at Bar Riva in this beautiful, you know, kind of beachside outdoor Riviera setting. Mm-hmm. I think to see a, a cast member bartender with a tattoo, it makes sense. Yes. So just something we want to touch base on. Um, if, you know, if, if you're going soon, 
look for it. And honestly, if you're somebody who, who loves tattoos like we do, have a conversation with the cast members because they're so happy and excited to be able to do this. Uh, one more thing I want to touch on from that weekend is we want to give a shout out to Jacqueline, uh, who's getting married in September. Mm-hmm. And we ran into her and her bachelorette party, uh, I believe it was, in Epcot. Yes. And got this crazy, amazing group photo. Well, it was kind of a game that she yeah. was doing, and I absolutely loved it. So she asked somebody to take a picture of their group. After the picture was taken, instead of giving it back to her, she said, no, give it to somebody else, and you get in the picture. Yeah. And she kept doing that and doing that, and everybody kept playing along and going yeah. and it was absolutely incredible it was this giant was 20 group, plus people yeah, i bet by the time probably. we were done and it, and every time that the the person taking the photo who again is a complete stranger complete. i mean uh is handing it off to another complete stranger mm-hmm. to take the next photo everybody would cheer and yes. so we were coming up over from like the african outpost in epcot into uh japan and, or i'm sorry china and i kept hearing these like cheering like every Mm-hmm. Five, six seconds. And I'm like, what is going on up here? And um, yeah, we walk up and we see this. And I didn't know what was happening. So just to be funny, because I saw this giant group, just to be funny, I was right there. I kind of just got in the picture immediately. So I never took a photo. Oh, so I just got in the picture immediately. The game, right? No, I didn't know the game. And then then I see what's happening. And, you know, you were there, obviously, uh, Lucy and Caleb. And each of you did it. And then it mm-hmm. finally got to the point where I, we had to have been 20 plus people. Yeah. Um and the last person, I think, was just kind of ready to roll. So he took a selfie yep. with everybody behind him and then handed the phone back to her. It was just the coolest idea. It reminded me very much of uh, Jeff over at Hollywood Studios yep. who would do the photo. family photo. Yep. And except that would be everybody kind of getting it at once when he would yell that. And to see this kind of progress and see how far you could go. That was um, awesome. So new game. We would love to see your photos if you decide to play this this game as well. Yeah. Obviously, don't interrupt flows of traffic or, or other guests but um so those are two things that i've had in my notes now for a couple of weeks and we just didn't get a chance to talk about them uh but what today's really about is this mother's day weekend trip uh we went on you know this has been dating back we've been doing this is something else that over the past probably seven to eight years we've done you know 90 percent of mother's days at disney mm-hmm. uh we've always noticed the crowds are very low Mm-hmm. Um, there's lower. just something, yeah, lower. It's just something about being there, I think, that weekend and on Mother's Day. Um, so we planned to go this trip with our good friends Rob and Tina, their kids. Uh, so the girls were so excited. Yes. And uh, stayed at Town Place Suites, mm-hmm. which we continue to absolutely love. Yes. Um, you can go back and check out some of our episodes on that. But uh, we decided to stop by Universal on the way down. Mm-hmm. Uh, easy to get into. They're pass holders. We're pass holders. And um, on the way... Started getting um, word that Velocicoaster was soft opening. Mm-hmm. Full month plus of opening yeah. day. Yeah. But first we got in and uh, we decided we'd do some some rides and some things. We weren't. We were like, all right, let's keep an eye on what's happening with Velocicoaster and we'll decide if it's something we want to brave. You know, we had just ridden it uh, not even a week before for right. the pass holder preview. Uh, Rob and Tina really wanted to ride it. So we're like, let's just keep an eye on it. Um, but first, we did Rip Ride Rocket. Mm-hmm. How did that end out? Um, well, it was great up until the very end, and we kind of got stuck on it. For no, about... kind of. We got stuck at the end. Well, I mean, 
we were just sitting there yeah. and it was 15 what did you say 15 minutes 10 15 minutes of yeah. just sitting there and it was in the sun and it i felt like all of us kind of had the um restraint on a little tighter than normal yeah, like one click too tight yeah because <laughs> you did i think i did and then even rob said he did so it was very uncomfortable and very like come on can you we're literally we're on the path that you could walk yeah off like yeah it wasn't like they had to move us and like yeah take us downstairs or anything weird so i was like oh come on hello can yeah. you let us off well and we're, yeah and we're baking in the sun and i mean these things happen all the time yeah um no issue with that and but, it's, it's but we could again. see you know we we're three trains back pretty much and then and they're making the announcements but they're very faint and we can kind of see people getting off and on we didn't know what was coming going on the only thing i wish is that a team member would have maybe walked down and just given like an update like hey we know yeah. you guys are stuck here we're sorry but, but here's what here's what after? well here's what was so impressive you know uh once it's done i mean it's it's done we're just going to get off we're going to go on to the next ride you know maybe mm -hmm. go well that stunk but whatever and just go we're getting off and they were fully prepared prepped there's one cast member with single use express pass tickets mm -hmm. that they're handing to every single person and then there's another cast member with ice cold bottles of water that Which they're handing amazing. to every single person. Yeah. I was just so impressed yep. that they were just so on top of it and ready to do that. Um, again, if we had walked off and nothing had happened, fine. It doesn't matter. But to see that just made yeah. a world of difference. And then sitting there for 10 or 15 minutes mattered zero. Yeah. Um, we didn't get a chance to use the Express Pass, but I did gift them uh, to a friend of ours who will be able to use them another day. Mm -hmm. um, and they were good till like June 1st. Yeah. And we were. it was already after 4 p.m., so we already had Express Pass. So we were like, well, let's just hold on to them, but I don't think we'll be back before June. And then, so that's why we decided to give them away. But a um, couple things to note, you know, now at Universal, which occurred last week, is uh, the six foot distancing has been changed to three foot distancing mm -hmm. uh, based on local Orange County government guidelines. Um, and so they have uh, redone all markers throughout the entire park mm -hmm. uh, in ride queues, everything. So it is now three feet. Something else is they are now uh, filling rides mm -hmm. um, and single rider is opening back up now with filling the rides. And what I mean by that is, you know, before, if you had a group of three in a group of three, mm -hmm. you would do two, one, two, one. Right. You know what I mean? So that so that you, they wouldn't sit you next to somebody you didn't know or wasn't in your party. Um, that has changed. They're mm -hmm. now filling every seat in every row when they can. I say when they can, because based on wait time and current ride capacity, they may not. Yeah. Like I know yesterday, because um, I was fo following Seth with unofficial guides, um, depending on the ride and the wait time was dependent on whether they were filling all seats and had single rider open. Okay. So let's say something's at, you know, maybe 50 or 60 minutes, they're going to fill, they're going to open single rider. If it's down at 20 or basically like a walk on, they're not. But something to be prepared for if you go and you're thinking, you know, right. well, I'm not going to have to sit next to someone right. I don't know. You would. Right. Uh, for example, Mummy. When we went on that, not filling everything. Right. Now, it had been closed for a while. It had just reopened. Wait time was short. But we were using Express Pass, so they didn't fill. Okay. Uh, when we went on Hulk, very busy. Still, we were using Express Pass, but they're filling every single seat. And I believe single rider may have been open at that time. 
So that's just, I mean, and, and this, that's what you're going to find a lot in this episode is kind of these just little bits of info yeah. and updates to be aware of. Uh, I know somebody just posted in our group um, last night, if you go out to you know the Main Street Magic community out on Facebook and join there, um, that they experienced this yesterday at Universal yes. and just kind of giving a heads up. Now, again, depending on who you are, if you're comfortable with that, awesome. If you're not, I think it's just something to know. Absolutely. And so, you know, along with that... Um, and if you follow on Twitter at Main ST Magic, you'll see that this tweet, unbeknownst to me, got quite a lot of uh, response to it. Oh yeah. We, you know, we're going to talk about Velocicoaster soft opening just real briefly because I know we we discussed the the ride a lot last week. Um, I in line at Velocicoaster, I took a photo. You know, now these photos can still be deceiving. I will say, even yeah. when people were legit six feet apart, when you take it at the right angle, it looks like people are on top of each other. Correct. Right? But with three foot distancing in every line in a queue as it wraps around open, there is there is no three foot distancing. It's impossible. Okay, you know, with yeah. six feet, if you staggered the markers every other row, you were still technically at three feet, just say. Okay. You know, from the, the people next to you in the next queue line. Right. When you're at three feet, that's impossible. You're a foot away, you're you're just close. I just so I put that out there just stating it. Um Everybody in our party has has been vaccinated. Uh, of course, masks we're still using. I know there's a lot of people that are complaining about mask usage. I personally don't feel that I've seen the decline that a lot of people are stating. I still think I've seen for the most part, it's still been much better than what I feel like I've seen people saying. Okay. Um, I mean, I've seen people tweeting that you would almost think that nobody anywhere was wearing one and that like team members were giving them thumbs up, like good for you, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's been right. a lot of that. And so right. I still think that has been done very well. Um, I still think that people are being as respectful as they can, but when, even if you're on those three foot markers, you're going to be pretty much right next to someone. Yeah. So I just, I tweeted that out. Uh, there were a lot of people that were like, Oh no, I don't like this. Yeah. Um, and, and that's fair. And there's a lot of people that are like, well, you're wearing a mask and you, there's a vaccine available, so get over it. And that's also very, very fair. Right. So right. we say this depending on who you are and how comfortable you are with that type of situation. I just, I would hate for, maybe there's somebody that listens to our show, but they don't really follow anything else, you know, or a lot of social media platforms, and maybe they're unaware of these changes. Right. I'd hate for them to spend money to go to Universal and get there and go, wait, I'm one of the people that's very uncomfortable right. with filling every seat and sitting right. next to a stranger and not being distanced enough. So just putting that out there for you. Yep. Um, yep. The kids were hungry. Uh, Kalen really wanted cottage pie from Leaky Cauldron. Yeah. Lacey wanted some fish and chips. You got a mobile order. Um, let's as nicely as, as we can discuss the mobile order process at Leaky Cauldron and what I think we found in general with mobile order at Universal as it compares to Disney. Yes. Right? So mobile order at Universal um, is pretty much the same line as like a standby line, but you still, I think everybody has to mobile order anyways. Yeah. You can't walk up and, but with all that being said, it's just, you have to wait still in this line then they seat you, and then they bring your ta their food to your table. And you're not supposed to. So you know, like when you go into the mobile orders, it'll you can order it. You know, I mean, we ordered it uh, over in near the mummy, right? Right. And then it basically says, you know, when you're here, say prepare my order, right? 
for Leaky Cauldron specifically, you can't hit prepare my order until they've sat you at a table because you're going to have to put your table number in right? so they know where to bring it, right? Right. Yeah, and then it's just one of those things where I feel like it's like fast food, where when you want fast food and you You go, want food fast. You want it, you want it, you want to get going <laughs> yeah. and you want to go. Well, this was more of like, oh, no, this is going to be a sit down dinner and it just took a lot longer than I thought. But then the sad part was, is there was some um, guests around us and they were sitting and all they ordered was a butter beer. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh, well, then maybe I shouldn't complain. Yeah. And waiting 25 to 30 minutes from the time they hit yep. place my order. Yep. Um, now, the team member did say that, you know, I think with a lot of other things in the world right now where everybody's, you know, not working <laughs> and having high, please, I, we can hire. Yeah. Um, she did say that they were low on staff or something to that. Yeah. Which, again, is completely understandable. Yeah. And this isn't a complaint. In this, yes, I do think that mobile order should be more like a quick fast food style option. But again, this is informational where in our situation, right. if if we had known ahead of time that it was going to take this long, we wouldn't have done it for the simple fact that we had other people with us. Right. We were all, we left the mummy area while they were finishing eating pretzels saying, hey, we're we going to go up there. Yep. By the time you get around, we'll be done eating right. because we're all going to go ride Gringotts. Uh, we had to tell them to go on without us because yep. we felt bad making them wait. So again, it's it's informational as you plan a universal trip right. to think, all right, I'm doing mobile order, but maybe I should allow myself 30 minutes if I've got other ideas in mind just to be safe. Right. right. And if you have that time to just, you want to be inside, relaxed, then there you go. Yes. It's fantastic. Yes. Perfect but if that. you're with people and you're kind of... I don't want to use the word in a hurry, but if you're just looking to like, all right, let's get this, you know, we're going to get going yeah. and you were hoping for 10 minutes instead of 30, <laughs> then just again, some yeah. information so you know. Yep. Yeah. May not, may not be the time uh, for you. Uh, finally, as far <laughs> as that day at Universal goes, excuse me. Uh, finally, uh, uh, round seven, we had an hour of park opening and I know Tina really wanted to ride Velocicoaster. And so we're sitting there thinking, we're like, all right. Do we continue to use this express pass and hit some stuff like Spider-Man and Dr. Doom Fearfall and, you know, and enjoy that? Or do we go ahead and mark off the rest of the time we're here just going to wait for Velocicoaster? Um, and I had mes messaged Seth with unofficial guides and he kind of gave me a lowdown on what he was seeing with times. And I'm like, all right, now's the time, yep. right? So we get there and we enter at 710. Um, there is a big open air queue mm -hmm. you know to start and mm -hmm. so we were in there and, and as we got along the water they did announce about twice that there were some delays so it yeah. did delay a little bit yeah. posted wait time was 75 minutes um by 808 so just almost an hour later we were going into the covered paddock area yep. which is kind of like your final spot and by 835 we were going through metal detectors we did the lockers and by 834 we were getting on the ride so overall, an hour and 24 minutes is what we ended up <laughs> That's waiting. backwards. 8.35, oh, I'm we sorry, 8.25. My apologies. <laughs> 8.25, we were going through metal detectors. We did not time travel. Uh, no. And then 8.34, we were on the ride. So yeah. an hour and 24 minutes mm -hmm. for the newest ride in Orlando, the best coaster in Orlando, 
uh, is awesome. Yeah, and we asked Tina, was it worth the wait? And yeah. she said, absolutely, one hundred percent. So, uh, you know, we don't. We're going to be there opening weekend. We'll be there June eleventh to thirteenth. It opens air quotes June tenth mm-hmm. because they've now run three days of soft opening. We'll start to see what the week looks like and everything leading up. Um, if you're going to Universal again, this is this first half of this episode is if you're going to Universal. No guarantee this will be in a soft opening or technical rehearsal when you're there. Correct. So keep updated. They will post the wait time in the app if it is open. Okay. So just keep an eye out, right? Awesome. Yeah. So just, again, I don't want anyone to show up going, but it's supposed to be open. It may not. It's yeah. technical rehearsals. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's get into our Disney portion of this trip. Okay. Because Saturday and Sunday, we were going to spend at Disney at the yes. parks. Yep. Uh, first, an update on Mobile Magic. Because Robentina had not been in about two years. Uh, they couldn't find all of their magic bands. They bought the tickets online. They were linked to their account. So on the way down, I showed Tina how to set up mobile magic and put mm-hmm. all four of their passes in her Apple wallet, mm-hmm. which she used all weekend. Yes. I will say this. If you know they've, their, their kids are around the same ages as ours, a little bit older each, they have phones. If each person in your party or for each person in your party that has a phone... I would load their pass in their wallet. Okay. Uh, Tina loaded all four in hers. And so each time scanning in, she had to bring up hers, then go to, you know, Rob's, then go to Cassidy's, then mm-hmm. go to Connor's. And for something like Rise of Resistance, where they do need to scan, right. um, you would, she had to do the same thing. Right. So again, it works wonderfully, but it can be a little clunky. Whereas mm-hmm. if you each have it ready on your own phone, yeah, simple. Yeah. So I still think it works wonderful, but it's a lot better if you're each carrying your own, right? Yes. All right. Let's um let's talk about another. This was like soft opening weekend. <laughs> what did so we're in Animal Kingdom on Saturday, and what did we catch wind of that was going down? Uh, well, you heard or saw or something that Lion Festival of the Lion King was coming back today. Yeah. Which was on Saturday. Yeah. And when we walked past, there were actually a couple of people standing there, just standing there, but there was no t- cast members or anything yet. This so, was morning, probably about 10 ish or so. Yeah. And then we wrote a few things and then we came back because you heard that it was 1230 the showing today. Yeah. So originally, um, our, our good friend Aaron messaged me and just said uh, he had a screenshot from a, a news site um, that said rumor is. Uh, soft opening today Mm -hmm. and I was like okay and I went out all on Twitter I saw no other news sites reporting it and I'm like all right we'll we'll wait and see and so I kind of kept checking but we got in line and we were doing stuff and then um, our friend Rachel actually is the one who messaged me then Mm -hmm. uh, an article from blogmickey.com that said just got word 1230 today will be a showing a soft open showing Um, and this was around noon they said we're going to start loading people in line Mm-hmm. Yep. And then so we got over there and everybody there was a bunch of team member or cast members now. Yeah. Then um, we got in this line and we were not sure if we were going to get in. In fact, um, we got very close to the front and they were like, hey, just so you're aware, we do not know if you will be getting in. Yeah. And, so- and they're not kidding. I mean, they're literally they were letting in like five to ten people seating them counting and then looking yep. at spaces that yep. are available because it was very, very distanced. And yes. I mean, I think I think, again, trying to do a quick rough count each section. 
had, I don't know, maybe 50 people in it. And there's four sections. So yeah. we're talking about 200 to 250 people total were in here. Every other row being filled and a good six feet, if not a little bit more between parties in each of those rows. So they really didn't yeah. know. I mean, they're literally counting like and then the, some of the rows. Were, well, and then some of the rows were closed yeah. because of that. Yes. Stuff Correct. Too. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, we got, <clears throat> excuse me, we got right up to the front and we were the next and there was four of us and we told, I said, you know, Hey, if, we can't get in. Can we at least let Jeremy in? But she goes, no, you're fine. You'll be able to get in. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, that's when she said, you know, go this way. And we followed all the cast members. And then we were on the top row. Yeah, we were some of the last people let in. Of, yeah, of, <laughs> I don't remember which section we would have been considered, though. Yeah. Um, I can't well, remember if we were lion well, section or. Well, and here's why. So this is technically a, you know, must like. They've been doing a taste of flower and garden, you know, a right. taste of festival of the arts because it's not the full thing we're used to. Right. This is a celebration of the festival of the Lion King. Right. So it is not the full show. Correct. Uh, what is one of the first things kind of, I guess, an opening that we are missing? Well, we are missing the animal section and the sounds of us, a lion or an elephant yeah. or a giraffe bleeding. Which is always fun it's to always be fun. in that sound. It's a good part, yeah, yeah for that, sure. Um, <laughs> side. So we don't do that, but in the very end, they did have us wave our hands mm -hmm. in the air or clap. Yeah. So where you could still be like, my section was better. Yeah. Yeah, so that no, was that's cute. true. Um, yeah, so we still had to wave our hands in the air like we just didn't care, right? <laughs> yeah. So that part was good. Um, <laughs> um, but, there was, but it goes in straight to the floats are all still available, so they all yep. still come out, which is awesome. Uh, I I love that this is back, but there is such a major key that is missing where I think if you have not been before, um, I almost would... Would you hold off? Because this specific so, portion is missing. I had a client expand? today. I was telling him okay. all about it. Um, there's no tumbling monkeys yeah. if you're wondering what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And I had a client today and I was telling him and he's never seen the Festival of the Lion King. And I was like, what? It's so good. Um, that, I mean, yeah, I'd still say to go see it. But if yeah. you've never seen it before, it's still good, of course. Oh, of course. But th that's one of the main things that I loved as well. Yeah. The fire guy is still there, so yes. that's fantastic. And pretty much the same, right? I mean, I think pretty similar. close. Yeah, yeah, I think pretty so. close. Again, there's distancing going on in a sense that if you've never seen the show, I don't think you would know that they were distant. You know what I, I mean? Agree. Like, um, how about the air quote birds? Yeah. So the human <laughs> birds that are dressed as it and they dance and they put her on a wire and do stuff um up in the air and stuff yeah very aerial like very yeah. you know they're hooked to to cables and they're flying around mm -hmm. and they're dancing in the air in the old one they just but dance now we're getting basically floor dancing mm -hmm. and they're not even close i mean they're still correct. distance correct um whereas again if you saw the show before yeah actually one time i think it was a married couple like a they smooch 
Yeah. A little smoochy. So, Even if they're not married, I think they smooch. Uh, I thought it was said, but anyways, I don't I know. I don't know. But, <laughs> but anyways. But I think the I think the difference is, is that a mission of tumbling monkeys is a huge um, omission, like not being there. I don't think mm. the, the birds, air quotes, not flying are that big. Their dance was still beautiful. I think it was still, it represented everything. Yeah, uh, again, I missed her being up in the air, though. Oh, totally. But if you've never been, I think you're still feeling like this is a complete show, right? Yeah. And then we also... um I, I think even like, without the monkeys, I think everything was fantastic and oh, done totally, very well. Totally. And if you so, didn't know the monkeys existed before, you wouldn't know they existed, so you're fine. Right. For us that love the monkeys, it was like, oh no. But mm-hmm. I I don't care. I don't care they weren't there. I loved being back in there. Yeah. It was incredible. Um I felt like the outro was longer. Like, I felt like they sang more songs, or is it just me? No, I think so, because, okay. again, they didn't have the monkeys. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and that lasting, um, the ending where they bring, like, kids out onto the floor and they kind of circle around, yeah, obviously that's that. not happening. Correct. But, um, but what did you think? Do you think this is still worth seeing? Yes. I agree. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it was... I know, like, there's some live shows back in the sense of, like, Frozen Sing Along. Mm-hmm. But that's a very, I don't know, that's, I love that show, but it's very distanced already, mm-hmm. except for the audience. This one, I was so glad to see back, and I know we don't have, like, the true form of it, but oh my goodness, it was good to see back. Yeah. Right? Was, like, yep. um, we lived the whole thing, or you did, thank you, yep. and the Wonderland crew. Um, I don't know, it just there was something different about this one. Do you agree? Like to see this back even though yeah. it wasn't complete? Yeah. Okay. So next in our uh crazy little mashup of a uh, episode here, um shocker, we're going to talk about three bridges. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a good reason, right? There is a very Why is great that? What happened to three bridges? What occurred, Rhonda? It got a whole bunch of new menu it items. Did. It did. Where did we try them all? Almost. Um, almost all of them. Because we didn't try the salad. But we have a little taste of salad. Let's mm. start with the salad because we didn't have it. Okay. So we were there. Uh, wonderful. You know, they've changed the menu up as they, you know, always c- seem to like keep up with the times and they're always expanding and changing, which I love. Mm-hmm. You know, and something like Nomad Lounge, you know, yeah. has always done that. Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the things they do have is actually a smoked feta Greek salad. Mm-hmm. So this is a Greek salad, but the feta cheese is actually smoked in house. Mm-hmm. And so we were there with our our wonderful friend and waitress uh, Carol, um, who came by, and I said, uh, yes. Carol. Jamie was our well. Jamie was our waitress, but Carol was coming by and saying hi. And she came by at one point. And I was like, Carol, I have a question. Can we try this smoked feta? And she's like, Let me bring you out a little bit, little taste, right? So she brought us out like a little container and a little taste. Um, it's very, very smoky. Very. On its own, very smoky. I want to go back and try this on this salad. Yes. To see how it lends to the rest of the yes, flavors. Yes, because I right? love feta and I yes. love a Greek salad. Um, tasting it on its own makes me a little nervous. But <laughs> okay. I, but everything else we had was amazing So and really good. So I would 
like to try it. Yeah. Because I think I would I think I would like it. Yeah. I hope I would. <laughs> oh, no, totally. I'm I want to do that next time, but let's get into the stuff that we had that was brand new. Uh Rhonda, let's start off with the house made guacamole. Mm-hmm. Uh tortilla chips has tagine on it. Twelve dollars. Mm-hmm. Talk about the guacamole. Well, it seemed to be actually fresh made. Oh yeah. And where there was still some there's some chunks in it of your nor of your avocado and stuff. Um it's not spicy by any means. It's more of that creamy um, just good guacamole. Um, sometimes you'll get a place that makes it homemade that mm-hmm. will put some jalapenos or stuff. I don't feel like I tasted that, which is great for kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was a very well done and I love avocado and I love guacamole. I think this was very well done. Yeah. I, um, I loved it. I'm not, uh, I like guacamole. I like avocado, but I'm kind of, you know me, I'm in that mood for it. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I don't love it, mm-hmm. and I really loved this. Like you said, it was very creamy. It tasted fresh, uh, had great flavors to it. Chips were perfect. I mean, here of course we got you know awesome the blue, chips. and <laughs> I love the blue. I love the blue corn and like the yellow corn chips. Um, this was so so good. Mm-hmm. Like I think this was one of the fan favorites of the table for us to split. Mm-hmm. And the other was the pan con uh, tomato. Oh, my goodness. This was so good. I don't think I realized really what this was, but it's toasted bread. It's crushed tomato, garlic, and olive oil. And this is for $10. And you get four pieces. Four. Yes. Okay. Oh, my goodness. The, The combination of the toasted bread and the crushed tomato and garlic and oil on top of it I don't know why it tasted so good, but it did. Yeah. It was so good. And that and this is um Topolinas had yeah, no no similar? um so Toledo has Toledo. this and Kronos Club okay. would have this. Yep. I and, knew it was somewhere. Yeah. But in a different format where you had the bread, you had the you know, the tomato on the side and you would make your own. These were all served okay. with the tomato on top. That was and very good. I think this was probably the biggest fan favorite. Yeah. Um Order multiple of these depending on your party size. The I loved it. the The bread was so good; it was like a nice. It was like to me, this was a Spanish bruschetta, right? Mm-hmm. I agree. So you have a very flavorful tomato dish. Yeah. Um, you've got great bread. It's very soft. It's like half inch thick, crusty outside, but like again, it just this was so so good. Mm-hmm. And ten bucks, you know, two fifty per piece. This reminds me of Toledo with like the small plates, the pinchos, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that's why I love this so much. It kind of gave me that like um, Toledo atmosphere again, even though it's not quite open again. Yeah. So hopefully it will be soon. But I thought this was outstanding. Um, I agree. And everybody else did. Yes. So. And I can't wait to get it again. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get my own. Just kidding. I would I would get my own. Totally. For 10 bucks. Seriously. I would totally get this. Uh, all right, so let's go on to your dish, which was the coconut curry chicken. So this has basmati rice, uh, marinated chickpeas and cashews, of course, curry chicken, mm-hmm. $18.50. What did you think of this? I thought it was a great portion for the price. 
it had two um i felt like a little on the more medium size i wouldn't say large size of pieces of chicken yeah. that the chicken was so tender mm-hmm. and i i could just use my fork and use and like i don't want to say cut it but just oh my gosh it just yeah. fell apart which even though it fell apart it still had that tender and that good chicken where you're not like oh this is like mushy or gross it's yeah. it was so good the coconut curry on the chicken that it was um i guess i don't know if it was marinated in or like tossed tossed in that's the right word i was looking for it was tossed in uh paired so well it was a little spicy but i like that yeah but it paired so well having all of this bite together the rice and the chickpeas and the cashews the, because the chicken was more tender and um, moist and that with the chickpeas and the cashews were a little more crunchy, like almost yeah. kind of crunchy. It just, the whole dish was fantastic and yeah. I absolutely loved it. And go again. It reminded me of the um, goat curry at oh, Banana, Banana Cabana. Cabana. Okay, yeah. And this dish was, again something that I will get again because yeah. it was that good. Um, but it was a lot of curry. It was a lot of tossed in that sauce. And I feel like you need to really like curry. Oh, sure. To enjoy this dish. If yeah. you're like, I like a little bit or, you know, then I would say to try something else. Sure. But, oh my goodness, this was great for me. Yeah. Um, this is my new favorite dish here. Actually, oh really? Yeah, and and I ate some of your leftovers, and and um, it was like everything you described was perfect. I, you know, it's so funny because we we caught when there was a new menu coming, mm-hmm. and once it was announced, and we got to try it. This is not a dish that, in theory, belongs on this menu, right? We're talking about like Coronado Springs. We're kind of talking a lot okay. of, of Spanish and Mexican flavors, and you might think. Why is this like coconut curry chicken dish on this menu? Um, it fits perfectly and it's so delicious. Mm-hmm. And it literally is my favorite dish now. Wow. Everything Even more said, than what you got? It is. And right. and I loved what I got, but everything you said is right. It is one of these amazing um, just meals with the flavors. Everything is perfect. Chicken, perfect. It's this lightly breaded chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Curry, coconut everything and we don't like coconut mm-hmm. right correct but this but it, was so good you couldn't tell no not at all and the rice is cooked perfectly everything else the the combination like you said of the chickpeas and the cashews giving a crunch mm-hmm. like a balance against yeah. like the tender chicken i love this you didn't eat the whole thing and you i finished it happy. i don't know if you saw i was just picking at it like oh, yeah it was on the table in front of me and i just kept picking and picking and i was like this is Unbelievable. It, it was a large size dish in my very, opinion. So very. that's yeah. why I couldn't finish it all. Oh, but totally. I also was excited because we really hadn't eaten all day like yeah. a meal. We were just snacking. So I was excited to get my own. But it was big enough that I, I ate a lot of it. But yeah. you 
had to get yeah. some extra bites shareable, from me. Though very shareable. Yeah. Again, like Absolutely. if we had not decided right. to eat all the new foods, yeah. <laughs> it would have been fine. All right. So next we're going to move on to the uh, steak frites, uh, which is uh, a char grilled sirloin, smoked paprika fries, and Jimmy Jury. $22.50. Um, this is what Kaylin got because mm-hmm. she loves steak. She loves the fries. Mm-hmm. Um, you tried the steak, correct? Yes. What did you think of this dish? We had chimichurri on the side. Yes, and that Kaylin's chimichurri like, okay. sauce was incredible. Was so they made, you know, Jeremy makes it. You make it all the time, mm-hmm. and I love it. And but I don't know what they did with this one, but it. I love you dearly, but it was okay. Better than better mine. than okay. yours. Right. It was amazing. Like I don't know if they, I don't know what they did. I don't know if there was extra olive oil in it, and I just really liked that. And maybe it was a different olive oil, but anyways, it was really really good. Um, so the steak was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, medium. We got it medium. It was a great steak. Although twenty two fifty, like, I don't feel like there was a ton of steak. Really? You don't think so? I mean, maybe I'm wrong but, and maybe Kaylin ate it. I was busy eating mine. Maybe she <laughs> ate quite a bit. Um, but, and then it's just on top of fries. So. It's still a good dish. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely would say yes to getting it again or somebody getting it. Um, it's just very for twenty two fifty a bit much. You think a little bit? Okay, not gonna um, lie. No, I just do think honest. that. I, no, I do think that's fair. Um, I, I'm trying to think like if you compare uh, steak to other areas, um, I can see what you're saying totally. Yeah. Now I did I do think it was cooked perfectly. I thought it was a good portion. Um but you know you're talking about probably I think it was like a flank steak or somewhere else, a sirloin was very well done, but I can see 2250 thinking well, that's Well, and I think it's the fries that throats cuz I mean, yeah. I feel so, like That was the most fries. There was a lot of I've fries, ever seen but I mean <laughs> I feel like they could totally do like you know, a mashed Something or a vegetable, or maybe a vegetable in addition on the side. On the di- yeah, I could see or that. Something see that. where it's, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like I think I think, I think the chopped fries cheapen the dish. Does that make sense? Um, it does. It does. Except I love their fries, and I think they're a lot. But I'm with you. I think if you put a vegetable on yeah. the side, would complete it. Or like. What's that mash that I really like that I really want to try at home? Um, oh, are you talking about the Docking Bay 7 ma- vegetable mash we just had? Or that was amazing. What is it? Rutabaga mash? Or what is it? That, oh, yeah. I mean, there's you know lots I'm, of different ones. Yeah. Right. But yeah. it's, what, I can't remember. We had it somewhere and it was with a steak and it was so good and light. Yeah. And oh, my goodness. Like, I feel like something like that, but you're saying it re- on top of. You're yes. saying replace the yes, fries absolutely. and do a mash, yeah. some sort of root vegetable mash yeah. instead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And no, I that think makes sense. that would make it much more appealing and for the price. For the price. Yeah. Okay. So again, you're comparing price to that, which is totally understandable. 
I can agree with that completely. Um, I thought everything was delicious. Yeah. Uh, fries were plentiful. Steak was oh, cooked yeah. perfectly. So yeah. flavorful. Chimichurri was amazing, but I agree. Twenty two fifty. Um, you're right. You could maybe uh, replace something like the fries with a very good root vegetable mash, or maybe again, fries on side. Um, go ahead and put like a uh, vegetable. Not a root vegetable at that point, but like a good like, you know, maybe broccolini or something fresh yeah. on the side would make sense. Now, steak frites is normally, if I'm correct, and I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, is something as this dish. But I'm with you. Totally. Yeah, yeah I would do that, too. Actually, that'd be good. <laughs> um, all right. So let's move on to uh, we're going to do two different poke bowls. Okay? OK, so I got a poke bowl. Tina got a poke bowl. Uh, first one was the basmati rice. Well, they're they're both so basically, um, they're the same except for the topping that you would like. So we have a basmati rice, coconut milk lime sauce, vegetable melee, uh, sriracha aioli, grilled pineapple with your choice of either house cured salmon or a ginger shrimp. I got shrimp. Tina got salmon. Uh, you tried both dishes. Correct? Yeah, I remember her telling me try the try the salmon yeah. and. I did, and it was um, it was very it was good, but it was um, what do you call it? Like tuna. Cure. It's like cured, um, right? It's it like a raw. smoked cured, technically, but it's been cured, right? Like tuna, like yeah. like like it's just it looked like it was seared once or like once on one side and yeah. once on the other but, side, but the inside is cured, so it's right almost more of like a jerky, if that makes sense. No, because it wasn't chewy. It was all oh, right. <laughs> what was your thoughts on it? <laughs> it was good. It was good salmon. Um, it was very light and refreshing, I feel like. Um, and yeah, this is something I would get, but I would not get this salmon because I'm just not a really salmon lover. But the but this was good. Yeah. I'd get the shrimp. Yeah. Did you, you like, like the, the shrimp? shrimp? Yeah. I, I did. I'll you know, so I'll go I'll start um Tina, I was so glad she got the salmon because I was not going to order it. I'm not a big salmon fan. Right. You know, for me, it has to be cooked perfectly. I like a teriyaki salmon. Mm -hmm. um, I like it done very, like, I, I don't want to say well because it sounds like I want it cooked well. I want it cooked perfectly. I want the flavor, everything. And I don't think it's easy to do. Um, I'm just going to say roll your eyes, whatever you want. This salmon was mo one of the most surprising dishes I've ever had. Okay. I I didn't think it would be that good. I was like, okay, a house cured salmon, that's fine. That sounds weird. Yeah. I don't know that I want that. <laughs> I loved it. I was so, so thankful. So would you get the salmon again? Would you get Every single time. So you wouldn't get the shrimp. I would pick this over the shrimp. And the shrimp yeah. was outstanding. The salmon was, again, to me, it was like this light house cured, um, perfectly cooked, raw sushi salmon jerky, which is, a, that's why that's I didn't put, that's why of... they didn't ask me for the description. Yeah. I was blown away by this salmon. Honestly, I'm not kidding. Okay. I well, couldn't God. believe how good it was. It had this saltiness and it was tender and it was like, it was sh like on the top of the dish, it looked like a rose. First of all, yeah, it was really it was thin, thin sliced. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I, I, you know, I'm not big on like, um, what is it? Locks, bagels and locks, oh, yeah. which I know is very similar. Yeah. I would put this on bagels with cream cheese every morning for the rest of my life. I okay. thought this salmon was seriously that good. Okay. Um, the rest of the bowl as well is, is very delicious. It's light. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's cold, which I loved about the shrimp. That it's was a poke bowl. Right. And that was, I forgot. When I took the bite and then I was like, I had to remind myself. Oh, it's that, okay. Yeah, yeah. That it is cold, but it is. It's just, you know, at this point it was getting cooler in yeah. the night and we were under a fan and um, it was funny because I was enjoying my hot food. Mm-hmm. So I think it was surprising, but oh my goodness, at a lunch, well, I say lunchtime, they open at four, correct? 4.30, yeah. I mean, an early dinner and the sun's still up, and you're sitting out there. Oh, this would be amazing. Yeah. Well, and, and and what I loved about it was these bowls were light in taste and flavor, mm-hmm. but they were filling. You have a lot of rice. Oh, yeah. You have a lot of a like vegetables yep. and the good aioli. And then uh, the shrimp. First of all, the shrimp bowl was very well done. Yep. Nice cold, seemed like poached shrimp. Mm-hmm. Large, mm-hmm. big, were, yeah. perfectly cooked yeah, shrimp. They were good. I just that salmon blew my mind. Wow. Like it really did. I was well, good. I was so surprised at something that I didn't think I was going to enjoy. So well, I'm so good. glad that Tina got it. Yes. Um me too. It I you know again I we love three bridges and and of course. you know I know we they've changed the menu. There are items I'm sad are gone. Uh-huh. The chicken uh biscuit sliders are gone. Mhm. Um But R- you can still get R- some. R- you can still get some um <laughs> At Art Smith, homecoming. Yeah, but do you want to? Do you really like want to? Like, <laughs> Cat and I do. I know. I actually want to go back and get those now. No, I just was, I, you know, again, we love Three Bridges. We love everything there. But this was, I was happy with the way that it lived up mm-hmm. and that they constantly change, especially some of that curry. That curry chicken does not belong on this menu at all. It was so good. Never belongs on this menu. Uh, again, I would pick it over everything else. Yeah. Um, so absolutely loved it. Um, before we do wrap up and I hope you all, you know, we'll go back to three bridges. There were a lot of people like posting and we're like, there's a new menu. Like, Oh gosh, we got to hear you. So like, okay, we'll do it. There you go. Um, big shout out to Rachel Mm -hmm. in galaxy's edge. who Wonderful listener and follower on, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Mm -hmm. uh, came up, saw us in the park at Galaxy's Edge, said hello. We got a good little selfie and all. So, Rachel, we want to say hello to you. Yes, and Uh, it was nice meeting you. Yep. That was awesome. That was so much fun. She's cute. So awesome. Um, So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I know this was a weird, like, episode all over the place. Yeah. But I hope that each individual item maybe helped other people's vacations going forward. absolutely. And um, if you have not subscribed... We're doing new episodes every Tuesday, every Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're out there, you might as well leave us a rating and review. Because it helps our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Most everyone's mad here. <laughs> <laughs>